Have you ever wanted to listen to two random dudes on the internet talk about their views? Well, I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And this is the Two Dudes with a View podcast. afternoon and good evening everyone welcome to the episode number six of the two dudes with a view podcast it's been six episodes already bill i can't believe it we're, we're going far i know and i can't believe you just started it out as the same whatever that jim carrey movie is where he's <laughs> yeah. like in the fake movie thing and you just started it off with yes. that was crazy yeah i did i won't mention the name because you know people they might sue us anyway yeah we're not getting paid for that no no free promotion not a thing around here. Anyways, hope everyone's having a great week, starting the week off strong, and uh, ready to get and kick some butt. I know I am. We got some uh, topics for you today that uh, we find quite controversial. Actually, a couple of them are <laughs> a couple of funny, and then one is severely controversial, but we'll get into that here shortly. I want to talk about, because we always start off, how the weather's been, and I don't know why, but I just want to keep tradition alive here and talk about the weather real quick. Um, it rained last night for a short period of time, but it's been like at least 60 the past week. So I'm, I'm loving it a little. You know, it's not bad. Sun's out. I haven't seen a cloud yet today. So that's good. Um, and I don't have rain in the forecast at all. So I'm, I'm a happy man up here. Bill, how's it uh, been down for you? Well, so yesterday I was sitting at work and well, before I go into work, I always check the the weather just because the nature of what I do, you know, depends on what what we can expect to be busy or not. And I'm looking at the weather and I said, oh, hell, it's it's supposed to rain at like nine o'clock at night or whatever it was. And I'm sitting in the, the building and I look out the back door and I was like, wow, it's it's really dark outside. And then there's a lady that comes over from the, the fire department. The EMS lady comes over. And she says, yep, it's it's about to rain and we're in tornado watches and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I didn't get none of that on my phone. And it sure enough looked like it could probably really start chucking some, some stuff. In. And of course it didn't. But uh, no sooner I leave the building and I'm heading home, here's the rain. And then it, it was like 70 some degrees. Now it's beautiful outside, no rain. It just seems like every time we start an episode, we talk about how it just rained or it is raining. It just, I mean, last night it, it downpoured for probably a couple hours for me, but that's, I mean, surprisingly, because the last three weeks it's been nonstop rain, but this past uh, past couple days, probably four or five days so far, and it looks like it's going to be keeping it the same for the next couple. It hasn't rained. so Like, um, I know we're not in April no more, but this is like a dad joke for April. Like, you know how they say it always, <laughs> always rains in April. Yeah, April showers being... May flowers. Well, I haven't seen a single flower yet, and it's still raining, so we must be a month off. Right, so here's the dad joke for April, though. If April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Depression? I don't know. What? Pilgrims, you don't remember? Oh, I mean, true. I was just thinking depression, you know? But yeah, any, anyways. Can't do nothing. Any, anyways, moving on. Moving on. We won't talk about that. That's, that's next week's topic. Uh, 
Anyways, we got a good show for you. We're going to cover some major stuff. We're going to start with something that is both kind of sad. Well, not kind of. is sad and unfortunate, but also quite funny the way it ended. Uh, so we're going to talk about Dave Chappelle getting just creamed on stage for a moment and then the attacker not ending so well. I saw a video of it. It's not fun. Then we're going to talk about... Uh, Again, something me and Bill both enjoy, which is space flight and the Crew 3 undocking. Now, if you remember last week, we talked about Crew 4 going up. Well, Crew 3 is coming right back, so quick turnaround for them. And we're going to talk about uh, a quick little accident that happened, car accident that happened, uh, but it's by a, honestly, one of the most popular owners in all of the NFL, so we'll talk about that here shortly. Then we're going to cover um, a little bit of news from the Russia-Ukrainian war and some new information that some top spy officials have come out with. And then we're going to talk about the topic that's been sweeping the nation and honestly the world the past few days. And that is the Supreme Court leak about the potential overturn of Roe v. Wade. But we'll get to that here shortly. So Bill, I'm going to throw it right to you. Why don't you uh, get us started for the day? Yeah, all right. So I this whole thing with Dave Chappelle, I... Again, it seems like I wake up to weird stuff. So I wake up to a notification on my phone saying Dave Chappelle was attacked at the Hollywood Bowl during a performance. I thought, now how could this possibly happen after what happened at the, the awards? So, just being nosy, I decided, let me go look this up on the internet and see if it's real or if it's just some BS somebody put out there to try to get you know views to their website. Sure enough, it was real. And... This clown, what, what's ironic about it is right before this guy jumps over the barrier, jumps up on stage, Dave Chappelle had said how he recently ramped up security at his shows. <laughs> now, mind you, they have a policy that when you come through, there's, there's two sections you go through for security. So you go through one checkpoint, then you go through another, then you're actually in the building. During this whole process, you're not allowed to have a cell phone in the building, and I don't know why. It seems a little bit stupid, but yeah. a lot of places are doing it. Yeah, that does seem a little bit weird. Yep, no no uh, cell phones allowed, but thank God some people did sneak it in there because that's how we got the videos of it. So this wingnut jumps up on stage right after, like I said, Chappelle says that he has ramped up his security, and I don't know how Chappelle didn't see this happening, because he was literally staring right at it in the video. Uh, he's still going, trying to tell a joke or whatever he's doing. And this guy shoulder tackles the hell out of him, and they both go to the ground. Then you see a bunch of people swarm on stage, and you know the guy gets up and tries to run away. Like, where did he think he was going to go? Yeah, in the video, uh, he, went, he tried to go backstage. Like, yeah, that's the worst place. I'm like, you would think he would just jump back in the crowd and get lost in the crowd. <laughs> you would think. Oh, somebody would have probably put him in a chokehold or something, but... Uh, so, after all this happened, they, the, like the video that I seen went to the guy out back, and he was on a stretcher, handcuffed to a stretcher, but his arm did not look very... Um, Geometrically in, in correct? The, yeah, it was, it was probably not in the position it was intended to be in. I don't think, uh, um, I don't think your elbow was supposed to be facing forward. No, not normally. Uh, um... But sure enough, it, it, was, it was not a great situation. And uh, so right afterwards, anyhow, to get back to it, like Chappelle comes back up on the stage and he's sitting there, you know, saying about how uh, 
he he been doing this for 35 years and he finally got the chance to stomp somebody in the face. <laughs> so like he must have been really just anticipating this. But what happened next was funny. And I know we never we said we'd never mention the guy's name again, but I have to just for this because it's not related to that other thing that happened. But Chris Rock gets on the mic and says, "Will Smith, was that you?" And the entire place went crazy. And then in typical Chappelle form, what was his name? Jamie Foxx came out. Yep. And uh, Dave Chappelle says, whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up wearing a cowboy or wearing a sheriff's hat because he was wearing like a cowboy hat. The guy apparently came on stage with a replica gun that when the trigger was pulled, it had a knife blade inside of it. Yeah. So like, yep. like one of those kind of reminds me of those old switchblade combs. You know, when you push the button, the blade yeah, comes yeah. up, and it was a comb. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. It had a blade in it. Now, how he got that past two, uh, two how, sets of security? How we got especially since they just ramped like it up. Well, how he got something that looks like a gun past security is beyond me. Yes, yeah, Ch Chappelle uh, said afterwards that he might have to fire some people. Well, I, I would assume that I, he probably should. I, you know, I'm just speculating here, and this could be pulling something completely out of left field. But he made the joke, right, about how he just ramped up security. What if this was all set up? What if this was just he ramped up security and he he wanted to he wanted to make a joke and be funny about it? And I mean, he's got enough money to pay some medical bills, you know. Just hire I someone say, for a little. And I would say that it you know it it does seem a little suspicious because of who all was there. Like there was a Beyonce, Jay Z, Rihanna, yeah. her boyfriend, a bunch of people were backstage. Um. I would say that this could have been a setup if it wasn't for the fact that charges were filed against the guy. Um, and and not just that, but he's being, it wasn't a simple charge. Like, he's being charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, I mean, he had a knife that looked like a gun. Right, so even if Chappelle said, hey, buddy, let me, you know, we're going to, oh, you're double-jointed? Well, we need you to get on a stretcher and act like your arm's broken. And here's a million dollars or something that, you know, that could be, that would be believable in a sense. But once like, these are actual charges, this yeah. isn't reported charges. These, the, the LAPD filed charges against this guy for these things. So even if Chappelle, like it, imagine how bad that would look for Chappelle if he went into the courtroom and bailed the guy out, <laughs> Yeah, you know, can, Oh, I, yeah. your honor, this was all just a setup and a joke to make fun of the Academy. Um, so we're just going to bail him. But what's it? A million dollars? Oh, no problem. That's here you go. Pocket change. Yeah. He still has to go to court, right? Like Chappelle can't drop the charges because Chappelle didn't bring the charges. The The state brought the charges. So the guy's going to court regardless if Chappelle bails him out. And it just seems to me like that would be, that would be something stupid to, uh, to have happen. And literally the day before that, I was listening to, a like the YouTube shorts. And it was one with Chappelle where he's talking about the whole transgender thing like he's been doing for months. And at the very end, he said, you know, everybody has an opinion, but here's a controversial one. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, right. Like, that's that's not controversial at all. Like, if you know, you can have an opinion, have your opinion, but don't take it on national TV or, you know, just shut up and be be what it is. Yeah, I mean... I mean, he's right there. I mean, everyone's got an opinion. Just, again, it goes back to what we said either last week or the week before. It's like, I don't care what you do, and we'll talk about it here probably shortly. I don't care what you do. Just don't push it on everyone else. 
you know yeah keep it to yourself You're, we could have a we could have a debate of you know you being wrong or me being right or vice versa but that don't make you right or me wrong. No, and it's honestly never going to change opinions. Nine out of yeah, 10 your times, opinion so. is going to stay that way. And you're going to adamantly say that this is what I believe, whether like, okay, I have this issue where I don't argue with people unless I know I'm right, because I don't like being proven wrong. I can, I can attest this is accurate. So I'll engage in an argument with the facts in front of me, or at least the ability to get the facts to say, no, no, look, I'm right. You're wrong. Let's, let's just stop this now. But there are people out there that really believe what they say is true. Even if there's all the evidence in the world, they're wrong. <laughs> even if so, they know what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I mean, that's just the way we, that's just the society we live in today. Everyone thinks they're guy, right and entitled to everything. And I just read this, too, about this Chappelle thing. Just now I'm reading it. This guy wrote a song a couple years ago, right before, um, right before COVID. He wrote a song called Chappelle. It, and it says in the song, he's talking about how he, you know, he's a big fan of Chappelle and all this stuff. Is so, but that's all. Well, that's before all this, you know, LGBTQ transgender movement. So maybe he sympathizes on one side and now Chappelle's making jokes on the other and he doesn't like Chappelle no more. Yeah, but either way, he bought a ticket and he went in there and Chappelle got his money and he well, got a broken arm out of the listen, deal. Listen, I don't even know if he bought a ticket at this point. With the way he got that gun in, he might have just snuck right in. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, somebody <laughs> needs to, like, clearly there needs to security. be a job evaluation here because how the hell? Clearly security was not doing their job. If... <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I might want to go with a different company, Chappelle. Just saying. And there was a there was a boatload of people that after Chappelle got tackled came running on stage. Like where were they while this short ass dude was jumping up on his big ass stage? You would think where you were would they then? That? Because usually they have uh, the end of the stage, and then they got like a three or four foot gap, and then they got another barrier. That way, it's a little bit extra time, so they got some security guys there. Where was where was all that? It yeah, just... and in in that gap is usually roaming security. Yeah, and a lot of times like. For what he was doing, an HBO special or whatever it was, and Netflix, I don't even know what it was. I don't Just think it was Netflix. I think he got kicked off of there. And all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they put the railroad tracks down so they can drag the camera, uh, whatever the hell that is, like a camera cart around on these tracks to get good shots. Yep. So the fact that this guy was able, if that existed, because we don't have video or anything showing what was there, this the video was from pretty far back in the crowd. Yeah, because no one was able to take their phone in. <laughs> Right, so um, if HBO's smart, they'll put that part of the documentary. Or if Chappelle's smart, he'll say, I want that in there. Like, well, at least put the attack in there, because I, I holy hell, this is funny. I guarantee there's going to be two versions. There's going to be the, the actual version, and then there's going to be a director's cut version. That Clearly, that's going to be in there. Yeah, it almost has to be. But it, like, like you said, I want to know if this is true. If there's a big gap there... And and these celebrities, these multi-millionaire celebrities, you ever see some of their security guards? They oh, look yeah. like linebackers, like uh, at, like larger than linebackers. Yeah, they're they're no joke kind of people. So how I don't know. It just just seems it seems too fishy to be real, but it also I know it's real. So it's kind of like somebody dropped the ball here, if not multiple people. Yeah, I'm gonna go with multiple. I am too. I, that's my that's that. my working theory. Is that. Well, with the exception of the fact that this might still be fake, because <laughs> he might just go bail him out, uh, I'm working on the fact that someone, if not multiple, tens of people are losing their job over this. 
whether, uh, whether it be for his private security or the company that was contracted. Yeah, especially, that's, that's especially because somebody needs fired. This happened at the Hollywood Bowl, so you would assume that you know Hollywood used to a lot of big name celebrities that live there and work there and travel there that you would have some pretty good security. You know, whether it be the company or his, you know. You did, did you see the video out back where the guy's on the stretcher? Yes, I did. Do you see all the cops and all the ambulances and all like the where were these people at when this was happening? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't. I just don't get it. I it blows my mind to think that in a place like Hollywood, where there's millionaires by the boatload, yeah, billionaires and, by the boatload, <laughs> and this guy is a worldwide celebrity, uh, very controversial in what he says. That he's holding an outdoor show. I assume it's outdoor. It's a, a yeah, bowl. Yeah, so Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl. The only thing covered is the stage. Right. So they're out outside. This leaves the possibility for even further things, like you know, well, considering shootings and stuff. Considering like how the bowl situated, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a ton. Like there's there's a ton of vulnerability to it, specifically for like you said the things that he says and does, and and mentions and talks about. Uh, just something, something, something's not right here. And obviously, it just happens, so we don't know. We can only go by what the video shows and what, you know, TMZ and all them people are putting out. So there's really, and that all seems to be the same across the board, no matter, you know, if you're listening to it on uh, TMZ, ABC, CNN, Fox, it's all the same damn thing. They're all showing the same video because there ain't but one video that is there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So until Dave comes out and like does an interview and says, "No, no, this is what happened," we'll we'll never know. Like we it's just, how did this happen? We know it happened. How did it happen? And I'm so intrigued to see what happens after this because you know damn well Chappelle has got to go to court now as the victim. Yep, yes he does. And so that's going to be news. Like there's going to be cameras all over this guy who attacks Chappelle, whether he does. Five years in jail or five months in jail is now like, yeah, you know, celebrity of his own. Yeah, he just made celebrity status by doing something completely stupid and getting his arm broke. I would like to say on national TV since the video was shown on literally nationally, every yeah. national, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to be popular at this point. Yeah, he'll I, be he'll be there'll be parodies of it. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. That'd be the new Halloween costume is having a broken arm, like your face beat in. Yeah, a broken arm and and watch the the sales of replica guns with knives in them increase now. <laughs> Probably will to be honest, and that's a whole nother issue. Anyways, moving on uh, to something that we talked about last week uh, with the International Space Station. I actually want to cover something else too while we're here. So we talked last week about the Crew-4 launch that SpaceX and NASA did. Sent four lovely lovely astronauts to the ISS. Well, when they got there, they had a little quick changeover from Crew-3, who was formerly now in charge of the ISS, and Crew-4 took it, and Crew-3 is now plummeting back to Earth. (laughs) I guess is the best way to say it. They they undocked from the ISS... uh, see what time is it now 
uh, just shy of 12 hours ago, five, you know, it's 12.59 p.m. on Thursday right now. They, uh, they undocked at 1.05 a.m., so about 12 hours ago. They uh, undocked, and like I said, they are currently plummeting down uh, to Earth. Not, not at a super fast speed right now because they're scheduled to splash down tomorrow just off the coast of Florida where they always do, but they're still plummeting to Earth a little. But I also yeah, to... it, it's a controlled free fall from space. Exactly. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. It's like, you ever do those things in, in like middle school and high school where you got to build this, like you, you have an egg and you got to build a cart around it to keep it, you know, or some sort of device to keep it from, you know, breaking when you throw it off a ladder. It's like that thing, right? You're plummeting this egg to the ground off, you know, a 20 foot tall ladder and, Hoping that uh, the thing you built around it works, you know, or the egg's going to explode. Same, same I think, thing. I think the only thing that can go wrong now is the parachutes don't open. Yeah, I mean, the parachutes cannot open or uh, the entire thing could just explode in midair. I mean, it, it'll be all right. I think this uh, this is the second crude, second or third crude uh use this this dragon capsule so it's clearly been working good um so we'll see but i also want to talk about some other iss news while we're here real quick russia and the roscosmos so roscosmos is russian space program like we have nasa in the u.s roscosmos um they haven't officially said it but they did say that if the U.S. continued sanctions on Russia. They're going to abandon the ISS. Now, quite frankly, that doesn't mean a whole lot for us. Specifically now that SpaceX is a thing and we're relying less and less and less and less and less on Soyuz spacecraft to take American astronauts to the uh, ISS. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't mean a whole lot. But it is kind of notable and war tracking it to see if uh, if they actually, you know, it's Russia. I, I They got commitment problems. I doubt they'll commit to this. It would be, a, honestly, a, a failure for them if they did. What are they going to do? Use China's wannabe ISS that they're trying to work on? Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see about that. But we're monitoring that, and we'll uh, we'll keep you updated in case anything major happens there. I don't foresee it happening, but it's possible. Moving forward, I want to talk about uh, something that happened actually last night. So, again, we're recording this on Thursday, uh, May 5th. So, late last night, uh, actually not late, about 8 p.m. last night, uh, a very popular owner of an NFL team was involved in an accident, in a vehicle accident. Um, Jerry Jones, who has famously owned the Dallas Cowboys for... God, what, like 30-something years, I think? Got that? I think I got that number. It's, I know it's well over 30 years. Has owned the Cowboys for 30 years. He was involved in a accident last night, in a two-vehicle accident. Um, from the reports that I've heard, this was in Dallas itself. It wasn't uh, anywhere else. It was in Dallas in itself. From what I heard, it was uh, he got hit. We don't know if he was driving or not. They haven't. The, the Cowboys haven't released an actual statement. 
but he got hit after witnesses say a vehicle, a separate vehicle, made an illegal left-hand turn, um, striking his uh, striking Jones's vehicle again. Whether he was driving or not, we don't know. And then uh, they took him to the hospital for evaluation of some minor non-life-threatening injuries. I'm guessing probably like a seatbelt rash and maybe you know a cut or whatever. And then uh, they also took him out of an abundance of caution because he's old. I don't. Do you know how old he is, Bill? I have no idea. I would assume uh, that he's got to be in like his his late seventies, early eighties. Like he's up there. Seventy nine. Yeah. So he's seventy nine. So I mean, they it, there's definitely a clear need to uh, you know out of an abundance of caution, just check him out, make sure he's doing alright. I mean, he's still kicking for seventy nine years old, doing good. So still a billionaire. You know, is probably well over $10 billion at this point is what his net worth is. So, Cowboys aren't good, but he is. Uh, it's same, same thing. And then, Bill, I want to get your opinion on this next topic as well. Um, a top Ukrainian spy, and actually who is also the top defense intelligence chief for Ukraine, works right, right alongside uh, Zelensky and, and the militaries in Ukraine, has come out and said after intelligence shows and, and some work that he's done that the war that's currently ongoing between Russia and Ukraine will only end if Putin either dies or is killed. Now, this is a pretty big uh, thing to come out and say, specifically when um, a world superpower is literally kicking down your door. <laughs> I mean... I don't what's your thoughts on this bill? Well, I've said from the start that to me personally, the way this all started, I'm inclined to believe that Putin got some news that he's dying. Like that he's got AIDS or cancer or yeah, so you know, whatever. I, I saw and the the reason I didn't bring it up is it was it's an unconfirmed report at this point. Um I saw I've seen it in two places neither which are very popular sources or quite frankly reliable but i have seen in a couple places that uh putin was scheduled to undergo some cancer treatment again i i am inclined to believe these are wrong at the current time just because again it's i've only seen it in two places unreliable sources so i doubt they're accurate but that was something that was put out there now, I don't know where they got their information from, but who knows? It could be true. And like you said, I mean, from the beginning, I'm kind of inclined to believe that something's something's not right. Like what? Usually a war starts or a conflict of some sort starts off a singular act of provocation. Yeah, you know, like usually we didn't we didn't just go to Afghanistan to blow them up. They came here and did some shit to us that pissed us off, and we went over and retaliated. Um, so what, what did Ukraine possibly do to piss off Putin and the Russian army? I Nothing that I know of. Say, the only thing I would think of would be their request to join NATO, but even that, you know, that happened realistically. It, it, you know, they did it again this year, but that was after the war started, so... The last time they did that was like two and a half, three years ago now. So if he was really pissed off about that, he would have just done it then. Well, okay, so is he, is he now going to attack Finland? Because 
you know, they want to yeah. join NATO? Who the fuck knows? But I mean, it's possible. I doubt it, though. I I just <laughs> I just feel like there there's something to first off. If if this guy's coming out, right? This whatever whatever you said he was the ambassador. Or what did you say he was? He's the, uh, he's the Top Ukrainian spy and the top defense intelligence chief. So he, he's been right. working alongside the U.S. and, and obviously other um, uh, sources and, and whatnot to essentially take the intelligence that we're giving him, essentially, and putting that out to his, you know, the Ukrainian troops that are fighting. All right, so just look at it historically. When uh, Russia was the Soviet Union, they had and still do have some of the best spies in the world. Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union, so that training and that whole spy stuff is still probably really goodly, really goodly. Is that a, did it's, I just say that? Yeah, you did. Uh, it's, it's ingrained into that country. You know, that they probably formed the country and said, hey, we know how to do this, let's keep doing this, and get this is how we'll build our intelligence off of this. So if he's in a, a Ukrainian intelligence like a spy then you almost have to consider what he's saying is there has to be some basis for what he said you don't he's not just going to come out and say yeah this is going to go until till that guy kicks the can yeah there has to be a fact there has to be an underlining truth to that so but if if putin is like you just said you know if he is dying from any kind of illness or whatever the case may be i feel like the world would need to know about this. So is it something that they're keeping secret just so when it happens, Ukraine can say, aha, now we're going into you guys because you don't have nobody to tell us what to do or to tell you guys what to do. Yeah, I mean, Putin's like 60-something years old, almost 70. He's either 68 or 69, almost 70. So, I mean, he is at that age where these things, I mean... Anything can happen at any age, but he's at that vulnerable age where things can start happening. And, uh, I mean, you never know. I mean, again, like you said and and I've said before, I'm inclined to believe that something's happened and he's got some pretty shit news that say, hey, you you got six months, man. Make it, (laughs) you better make it the best or, you know, that's it. And my only concern with that is, you know, He's going to be going downhill and, you know, he's going to be on his literally laying on his deathbed and push a red button. That's, you know, like if I'm if I'm going out, the rest of the world is, too. That's my that's my only concern with this at this point. But I mean, Ukraine, like we've said before, Ukraine's holding their own. They're they're doing fine. They got this. And clearly they're getting intelligence I mean, we've helped them a crap ton. And how many I don't even know what the total of Russian generals killed at this point is and. We, I mean, we haven't set a boot on the ground, so. No, no, and, and, like, oh, this is, this, I find this very funny, because it's, it's, it's hilarious that McDonald's has pulled out of Russia. Did you know that? I did, I did hear something about that, yes. Crazy. No more double cheeseburgers for them. But to go to the military side of things here is, no military that I know of that's a civilized military, especially a superpower. And Russia is what one of the top five superpowers in the world. Um, no military sends their troops into combat without a briefing. These no. <laughs> these kids that they're that Ukraine's capturing 
have no idea what they're there for. Like some of them are like, we were just told to come in here and well, and that, do this. And that's how that all started is they were, they were doing that training exercise. You know, they were told, hey, we're going up here to do that training exercise. And when they got there, they ended up not in that area. And they were deep inside Ukraine at that point. Yeah, they sat on the border for, what, two weeks or something? Yeah. And then, boop, now all of a sudden they're in there. And, and a lot of them, once they realized that this is no drill, these people are actually shooting at us and trying to kill us, got out of their tanks and said, screw this, I'm out, and started running. Yep. And a lot of them ran right to the uh, the Ukrainian forces with their arms in the air and said, oh, oh we, this this something wrong here. I don't, uh, this was supposed to be a training exercise. I don't know why y'all are shooting. And then yeah. they're like, well, you invaded our country. Oh, we don't know why we're here. We were just told to come in here. Some of them said that they heard that uh, Ukraine was like neo-Nazis and they were going in there to liberate the Ukrainian people. But yep. then I on the same hand, that. they they were killing the Ukrainian people. So you're not really saving somebody if you're killing them. That's, yeah, that's not, yeah. that's very counterproductive to what you were sent there for. Even if, even if what you were sent there for was a false flag, if you're there to save them and help them, you shouldn't be killing them. And they were running people over with tanks and stuff. Like what? That's yeah, crazy. I mean, they're, they're doing some pretty awful things to say the least. And I just, what I, what I wish would happen, and it's probably not going to, so it's wishful thinking, I wish NATO would say, Ukraine, you're part of NATO. And the very second they do that, Article 5 would kick in. Yep. And holy hell, would that be... You would see the Russians just about face and leave because they would have, what, yeah, 250 would, countries coming after them? That would cause one problem and one problem only. The big red button. And no one wants the big red button. I think that's kind of why they've held off at this point is they're afraid that if Putin has whatever issues going on, he's just going to expedite it by hitting that red button or whatever. I mean, it could be a green button. You never know. But Well, if I'm colorblind, so it could be a purple button, and I'll just say it's a red button. Exactly. So, but I've also heard, and, and this, again, un completely unconfirmed because this is just what the internet says, but that a, a lot of... Putin's top generals that are still there in the Kremlin with him and not actually at war don't want nothing to do with it. And he's had a couple of them arrested and a couple of their wives arrested and, you know, all this happy, you know, communisty type stuff that they do up there. But if that's true, and if he is going to die from some kind of disease or illness, whoever takes over, are they going to be one that says, we don't agree with this, get these people the hell out of there? Or is it going to be a radical and be like, oh, he died, he's dead, I must fulfill his dream, push the button, push the button? I mean, that is another concern at this point, yeah. You never know. I mean... And we're, yeah. just two, we're just two dudes with our own view on it. We have, like, zero knowledge of this at all, except for what we hear. They say, I'm not, so, I'm not getting, like, you know, I don't have a secret line that's hanging on my phone, you know, right now that... I just call up and say, hey, give me all the intelligence. I don't have that. I wish I did. I mean, that'd be nice. Well, you know that all these other countries have to have some kind of intelligence that, that oh, yeah. we're, we're still at ease knowing that that thing or a bunch of them things aren't going into the sky anytime soon. And, and we, I mean, we knew a month before it actually happened that they were going to invade Ukraine. We knew. We were prepared. Ukraine was prepared, obviously. So, I mean, we're... I'm not going to say a month. We're we're probably a couple weeks ahead on in intelligence wise from what's actually happening, which is good. But 
doesn't stop anything. It's only intelligence. So, I mean, and what's helping Ukraine is they they had a lot of their shit blown up. Oh, um, yeah. But we're sending them information like live to the minute data on the positions of all these troops that we've been tracking for them or other countries have been tracking for them. So they know where these people are coming from and what direction they're going. The problem that Ukraine has is they don't have the weaponry to stop the shit from happening. Like if Russia wants to blow up a city like they did to, I don't even know, I can't pronounce it, Mariupol or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce the official term of it, but yep. Something if they like just that. want to go in there and level the shit out of it like they did, who's going to stop them? They have the they have the uh, the military might. They have the the ships out at sea that can launch um, whatever those things are called, the well, damn tomahawk missiles and stuff. So they have one less ship. I just yeah, wanna, I want to make that clear. One less ship, but they still have some ships. Yeah, they they have. Plus, they have whatever Belarus that's right there that they can basically use as like a. A, a hub instead of going back to russia they have they basically have ukraine sandwiched in a we need to become a communist country a bunch of communist countries and and putin's whole goal of to take over ukraine install his own government that believes the same philosophy as uh as russia and and belarus that's that's what the Soviet Union was but everybody's saying no it, it, they're not trying to form a soviet they're not trying to get the soviet union back I, I have, I'm kind of inclined to call bullshit. Oh, I am too. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And it's been, again, unofficial, not confirmed, but there have been reports that Russia's whole goal and Putin's whole goal was to reform part, if not all, of the Soviet Union. He'll never get all of it done. I mean, he might get parts of it, but there there was unconfirmed reports at the beginning of this of, you know, that's the reason they wanted to do it. And the reason that they were inside Ukraine overnight. Well, here, here in part is why I think it's bullshit is because on, like on a couple of the tanks that they captured, that Ukraine captured from Russia, the, the old Soviet, whatever that symbol was with the damn, like the, the sickle and yeah, that was on like a flag was on it or something of that was on there. So these troops had to have put it on there or uh somebody high in the military with enough balls put that on there i doubt it was one of these little kids that are are fighting for russia there they probably you know that's that's an afterthought for them so it's probably somebody that was alive during the soviet union that said this is what we're trying to do we're not going to come out and tell you this is what we're going to try to do but we're going to put a little subliminal message out there here, here look you, you might remember this this logo let's go in there and start tearing shit up yeah i mean they, they've had some, and I don't know the exact reasoning behind, well, I kind of know the exact, or part of the reasoning. They've, they've put some other symbols on their uh, um, tanks and whatnot that have been seen before and have had connections with previous Soviet ties. So, I mean, they, they're kind of, it, again, it's unconfirmed, but they've been hitting around the bush that so that's kind of what they want to do. Anywho. We're going to move on to, and we, we kind of, we didn't fly through those other topics, but we kind of, we didn't cover them as much as we would usually, because we wanted to save some time for this last one. And we've talked about, I'm going to preface this by saying, we've talked about some controversial topics before. We've talked about 
you know, global news, national news, all kinds of stuff that everyone has their own opinions on. But I don't think we've covered something to this point of, you know, what this topic is. And, you know, it's taken at least the United States and a large portion of allied countries such as Europe, Canada, so on and so forth by storm. And it's been the number one most talked about topic for, you know, since it came out. And, you know, a little history on this. So the Supreme Court is, you know, the Supreme Court in the U.S. is the most secretive court. Everything is done behind closed doors. There's no cameras. There's, you know, no video, nothing like that. And they do that so that at least the main reason, and again, it's so secretive that this is, you know, it's... It's not known for a fact because, again, it's just, it's secretive. But the, one of the main reasons they do this is to keep, you know, or potentially keep political ideas and civilian thoughts out of their rulings so that they can rule strictly on the law and the Constitution and all that fun stuff. Well, they... Uh, over the past week have experienced a leak and we're going to break this topic up into two segments the first one is we're going to talk about the leak itself and then the second one we're going to talk about what was leaked now the leak itself was a draft proposal of a one of the justices justice alito's um explanation of overturning roe v wade and essentially, Roe v. Wade made it, you know, back when it was passed and, and the Supreme Court ruled on it, essentially made it a federal ruling that women have the right to get an abortion, right? And this draft that was re- leaked essentially went against Roe v. Wade and, and sought to overturn it. Now, there's nine justices on the Supreme Court. Majority is five, obviously. So anything to get passed needs five justices to vote on. And we'll get to that here in a little while once we talk about the second portion of this topic. Um, so we only have information from, obviously, Justice Alito's that has been confirmed. The Supreme Court has come out and confirmed that, hey, what was leaked was accurate. It was a draft it wasn't the final copy. It wasn't, you know, an actual ruling. It was just a draft that was sent to the justices by Justice Alito. And, you know, a leak like this is major, right? From the, the most secretive court in all of the country, if not most of the world, to be honest, with the exception of some stuff, you know, in like North Korea and maybe even China. Um... But it's unprecedented. It really is. And and quite frankly, it takes into, you know, regardless of what you agree with or disagree with the leak, it takes into consideration whether the court can actually continue to be, you know, secretive and, and done correctly because of this. Now, I don't know who leaked it. They haven't come out and said it, whether it was, you know, a a clerk or, you know, a court staff member, whoever, regardless of what that is. And I, I don't know, because again, they haven't come out and said it, but it's unprecedented and it is actually a little concerning 
Bill, what are your your thoughts on the leak? Oh boy. So the leak. The leak is that that thing, right? Like how did that happen? You're talking about the Supreme Court of the United States, the highest court in the country. Um, basically, it's like a branch of the presidency because everybody that's in there was nominated by a president. The staffers that work there have, have to go through, I'd imagine, like the toughest screening possible to even be allowed in there. Oh, definitely. So whoever got their hands on this smuggled it out of the building and released it anonymously, supposedly. Um, you know right now they're sweating bullets because the court has to be looking at, all right, when we talked about this and when we drafted this, who the hell was in the room? Who had access to this paper? It, it's going to come out eventually who did it. I think whoever did it should go to jail because that's not something that right now in this country we need to, like, that's just adding fuel to the fire. Uh, th this is, there's a lot of, a lot of people not so happy about it. Now, obviously, there's a lot of people that are happy about it, but Roe v. Wade was, was legislated on and, and the Supreme Court voted on it back in, uh, what, 1972 or 73? Uh, so a long-ass time ago. And it's been on the book since then. I'm not even sure why this is even a topic. Like, where did this even come from? And why are we voting on it all of a sudden? Yeah, I... But whoever, whoever leaked that. it, they're in trouble. Yeah, I, and we can cover this here in a minute once we get into it a little bit more. But I, again, I, like you said, I don't know why it was back on the docket. Um, I'll have to look into that and, and kind of see. And they did, You know, even with the leak, they didn't mention it. But, I mean, regardless... I, I don't know, again, they haven't come out and said who leaked it, whether it was a staff member or a clerk, you know, or whatnot, but I wonder what the, uh, what the actual legality of it is. I don't know, I don't know what it would be classified as, right? I'm assuming there's a law out there, but I don't know what it would be classified as because technically... Speaking, I mean, that could be considered a public document because it's it's a public court, right? So, I mean, I'm with you. I The leak should never have happened. I agree that this person, whoever it is, should do probably some jail time at, at the minimum. But I don't, I don't know what they're going to classify it under. And I, quite frankly, I don't even know how they're going to find who did it. Um, you know, it sounds like to me that this draft was sent in somewhere to a publication or, or whatever anonymously now I'm sure there's ways to track it and whatnot but that seems like with a court that large that has a ton you know thousands of staffers and clerks and you know people working with the justices and, and whatever and water boys and all kinds of stuff it seems like a pretty daunting test now they haven't op opened a official investigation the chief justice called for an official investigation. I'm assuming that at some point here, we're going to hear that the FBI and probably Department of Justice gets involved. Um, so, I mean, that's probably to come here in the next week or so to hear that. But it's, I, I, it's going to be hard to find who did it, to be honest with you, with that many people. Legally speaking, legally speaking, there's a thing called the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah. Now, if a court passes a decision 
let's just say you're you go to court for something you know crazy, and there's a ruling, and you go to jail, and there's this paperwork filed through the court or by the courts to go onto your record permanently. News outlets can't just well they could they could just speculate on it, but if they're going to report that document, like as factual from the court, they need to petition the court to release this under the Freedom of Information Act, and in which case that it becomes public document. This ain't even something they voted on yet, so it's not, it's not a matter of freedom of information. This is just a straight-up leak. Like, this is a violation of some kind of constitutional law. They, somebody screwed the pooch on this pretty bad. But if it was released anonymously to whatever news agency it was originally released to, say it was you know, emailed to somebody or sent in somehow, that news agency may not have the name of the person that did it. So if the FBI goes there and says, we know you had it first, who gave it to you? Well, we don't know. And there's nothing that, you know, really they can do, except for if it was mailed, get the, if the news outlet didn't throw away the envelope, then they can't, you know, DNA type stuff. But something ain't right. That That shouldn't have come. I can imagine that leaking out of like, a county court or even a, a state court, but damn, to come out of the the Supreme Court for that leak to come out right now, the Supreme those justices have egg on their face. You know, I here's what I'm wondering, and again, this is speculation. I haven't heard it anywhere. This is just my thoughts. I'm wondering because this came from Justice Alito, right? And the the draft was written by Alito and and obviously his team. And I'm wondering if, because obviously drafts have to get sent to the other members of, you know, the court. That way, you know, people can write dissents from it or they can write, you know, majority opinions, so on and so forth. I'm wondering if, because obviously Alito was, you know, he was nominated by George Bush he clearly did that what he's writing about and overturning Roe v. Wade and, and essentially removing abortion from the federal statute and leaving it up to the states is more of a Republican and conservative manner, right? I'm wondering if, you know, he sent this draft to the other justices because we know that happened. We know that this got sent to the other justices. If... One of the justices' staffers, who might be more of a liberal or democratic leaning, saw this and said, I don't agree with this. I don't care what happens to me. People need to know what's going on behind closed doors. Leaked it. I'm wondering if that's how it kind of happened. Instead of, you know, one of his staffers or whatever leaking it, it was more of a... I don't agree with this. People need to know what's going on and get behind closed doors. And sure enough, you know, we're going to just leak this and say, here, have fun. Stir the well, pot I just, a little. I just look it into this more. I, I just looked at uh, the Hill. So the publication, the Hill has a, an article out now saying uh, the Democrats are going to force a vote next week on, on the Roe v. Wade decision. So I'm confused now, but just by reading this, because Supreme Court has the final legal say. As I say, the, 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 the House and the Senate can't really do anything. They, they don't make 
I mean, they can make legal law, yeah, but the Supreme Court can just overrule them. That's yeah, the Supreme why we Court could that. say that's not constitutional, that violates this law or that rule or whatever. Nope, this can't happen. There's been a few, not many, but a few instances over the course of, you know, my lifetime where the Senate passed some kind of law, it went to the president, the president signed it. A couple of years later, or damn near sometimes immediately upon signing, a lawsuit was filed. The court got it and said, nope, you can't do this because of this reason, overturned. And yeah. then that law ceases to exist. So I don't know what the what the Senate plans to do about it. Like, if, if the justices say it's not constitutional, then that's that's kind of it. Like, there's really nothing they could They could draft it however they want and word it all fancy if they want to. But if they are, if the justices are saying this ain't right, then it ain't right. They should be digging what they everybody, Democrats and Republicans, should be looking at is who leaked it. This is the person we need to call in for, you know, you're going to bring Facebook and Twitter CEOs in and grill them on all these other topics. This seems a little bit more important on that. So let's just get that person into an investigation and say, well, okay, you had access to it. Why the hell did you leak it? I just seems fishy to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm reading the same article that you just pulled up here. You know, be, it it's almost guaranteed, you know, at least to this, it's guaranteed to fall short because it's a, it, you need a majority. So, you, you know, you don't need 51, you need 60 votes to pass this. So, in today's time with it, this 50-50 uh, split, it's pretty much guaranteed to not happen because apparently the only thing the Senate can agree on is removing daylight savings time. Um, still surprising, but hey, I'm a big fan of that too. I, I like daylight. Too. I am too. Um, Tired of it being dark at 4:30. It also says in here that, uh, um, you know, a previous bill was sent. You know, a, a similar bill was sent, got denied, 46 to 48. So again, I doubt this is going to pass. Considering again, you need 60, 60 senators. You're never going to get 60 senators. And, it, it, you know, that's just the way that it kind of is at this point. But, yeah, I mean, we can kind of move forward here from the leak and actually go into the ruling a little. But in the potential ruling, you know, I don't know if it, it didn't say in there if Alito was writing the um, the majority, you know, on this or, or whatnot. But, you know, honestly, the wording argues that he wasn't, but he... This could be somewhat of a dissent as well. Again, I doubt it because of the wording, but you know, with this leak, it might might change some minds for the some justices there, which is exactly what they don't want to happen, the Supreme Court, and why it's so secretive. Um I wouldn't be surprised if Alito was writing the majority opinion on this, and that's why that specific um document got leaked instead of, you know, someone else's. Uh, opinion on it, whatever, say, you know, Breyer's opinion or, or even Kavanaugh or Barrett's, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if that, that was the case and Alito's writing the majority here. Um, but it's definitely caused an uproar. I mean, there's, there's protests and riots all over because of it. I think this is like the third or fourth day in a row where the uh, the steps of the Supreme Court have just been covered with people protesting, which I mean, arguably yep. is 
they wrapped that they wrapped the court they wrapped the court in uh you remember right after january 6th after the whole riots there they surrounded the the capitol building in fences yes apparently they're doing the same to the supreme court wrapping the supreme court in fences now to keep people you know from not being able to get close oh i mean i wouldn't be surprised again uh, it, I, I, again i'm not i wouldn't be surprised that's they're you know they took the fences down after january 6th they got put right back up like a month later around the house and the senate so it seems like that's their new crowd control method is just to put fences up everywhere yeah we can only build walls around our important buildings yeah but we can't build a wall at the border anyways that's for a different topic um you know this again roe v wade if it was to be overturned essentially it would strike down the federal ruling on it that, that says you know women have the right to get an abortion and it would leave it up to the states so each state would be able to decide whether or not you know what rules would be specific for women to get an abortion in that state we obviously know that places like texas and florida are gonna say you know i think i think the 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 most notable version out there is that after the first trimester they're not allowed to um and then we know states like probably california new york um you know, Virginia, places like that are going to say, no, at any point you have the, the the right to. My concern with this, and I've, you know, I've heard two sides of this, and, you know, I can understand factors of each, right? I can understand why states like Texas and Florida say, you know, you, you could have made the decision to be a little more protective, you know, whatever you want to do to, to not have a child, right? And to avoid getting pregnant. I can understand that. And them saying, you know, just if you're really, you know, if you have a child and you really don't want it, put it up for adoption. But the problem with that is, and this is coming from someone who's actually adopted, you know, I, I was adopted as a child. Um, the problem is the adoption system is just as fucked as, our immigration system, to be honest with you. I mean, how many children are sitting in foster care and, you know, at any of these these part-time homes that are constantly on the move because no one's adopting, right? So what's that going to do? We're just going to put more children in that system? It doesn't really make make a whole lot of sense for a system that's already overwhelmed, right? Like, that just creates more issues for that. I'm conflicted. Like... I've said this a hundred times. I'll say it a hundred more. I'm a realist. Okay. Like I look at things when I vote for a president, I vote for who I think is going to be the best president. Obviously here in the United States, you have to file, you have to register with a, a party to vote, which is no, I guess not no more. You can do it as an independent, but when yeah. I was able to vote, you could, you had to Democrat or Republican and you went and voted. So I've, I'm a registered Democrat, uh, by title um but i voted for i voted for obama i voted for trump okay so i've i've look at who was the best i didn't vote for nobody on in 2020 uh just because i felt like that was already going to be a shit show and i didn't even want to put my finger on a on a thing to do it but i'm conflicted about this because i look at it both ways um you know like like you said if a woman 
you know, if you're going to lay down and have sex, you should take the proper protection to ensure you're not going to get pregnant. But I also think that there should be something on the books that says, hey, this woman was raped and now she's pregnant and, you know, she doesn't, she never wanted to have kids or she doesn't want to give birth to this kid because, you know, it might torment her for the rest of her life knowing that this kid wasn't made out of love. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like there should be something there. And what sucks in a sense, like, okay, our, our constitution was written as a union. So the states, um, to give the states the right to govern themselves. And the federal government was just there to ensure that everybody was working, you know, everybody could play in the sandbox together. Now, if we look at how things are now, it's like the states are following federal laws and making their state laws around these federal laws. So when this whole abortion rights thing was was a, a topic back in the 70s, I wasn't alive, but the 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 premise of it was like there was this single woman, I, I think her name was Jane Rowe, uh, was pregnant, didn't want to have the kid, and a doctor said, you have to have this kid. There's no other choice. And she sued. And the court said, I mean, it's her body. If she doesn't want to have this kid, she can have an abortion. And the whole world, like, oh, not the world, but the country was all in support of it. They're like, yes, this is the greatest thing. Because now if I get pregnant and I don't want this kid or this kid was conceived illegitimately uh, through criminal acts, I can then get rid of this kid and be safe. But what happened since then up till now is just in the past what, six years? This country went from being a country to like, now it's a matter of what your political view is. Yeah, it's your political view now. It's not what's right or wrong. It's, I'm I'm Republican, so whatever the Republicans say, I'm going to agree. I'm Democrat, whatever they say, I'm going to agree with. Which is horseshit. You should look at it like, okay, this woman has the right to do with her body what she wants, but if they strike this down, I think the reason why there's this these uproars is there's a lot of Republican states that are going to say pro-life. You can't abort this baby. You must have this kid. Then the Democratic states are going to say, it's your body. If you want to get rid of this kid and you can pay for it, go for it. I'm conflicted. I think that it should be, there's, you should be able, the woman should be able to get rid of the damn kid if they don't want it. If they can afford to pay, get rid of it, then go for it. I don't think it should be up to the states to decide. I also don't think it should be up to the federal government. I just think it should be a thing that is there. It's not a law. There's nothing legal. You know, it shouldn't be legal. Oh, well, it's illegal for you to have this abortion. But it was illegal for the guy to rape me that I, now I'm pregnant, but now I can't get rid of this kid. Yeah. I think it should be the person's right to do it and not a law that says you can or cannot. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Like, you know, it's it's one thing to like, you know, with with that whole, you know, someone gets raped and it's completely illegal for, you know, them to not want the kid because obviously they they, they were raped. They weren't planning on it. They weren't, you know, it wasn't scheduled. It wasn't, they weren't ready for it. But then, you know, so they get thrown in jail for 15 years for not having the kid, but 
you know, the person who actually raped them gets two and a half to five, right? Like, that's, that shows you how fucked up our criminal justice system is currently. Yeah, in my opinion on why this is a thing now, again, no factual evidence, this is just my opinion on why this is a thing, is because now we have the transgender movement in the country, I don't know, in the world. So, even though a, a woman by birth can identify as a man and, and go through the, you know, the, the treatments to get testosterone to sound more like a man, they still have the reproductive organs to have a baby. So if they were to then have a baby and identify as a male, you know, they sh since they're now considered a male, they should have the right to get rid of this kid. I kind of agree. You know, it's, it'd be kind of weird to have your buddy Bob show up at work pregnant. Yeah. That would be odd. So that in that sense, again, it go should go to the person to make the decision, not a court. The court shouldn't say, well, you live in Pennsylvania, so unfortunately, you're stuck with that thing in your, your belly. So good luck explaining to the kid why he has two dads. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just... I, it's, it's quite stupid the way that this is all... I, I agree with you with the way you said it. Like, shouldn't be up to the states. Shouldn't be up to the federal government. Like... And honestly, I saw someone, I forget who I saw it through, popular person, more liberal leaning, said the exact same thing. Like, you realize this would all disappear and, and no one would give two shits about it if the states and the federal government just said, nope, we're not dealing with this anymore. Right? Like, I, I, I don't even know the full, like legality that they're ruling on right like is it so, well everyone, no so what they're what they're a... ruling on the the way that they're ruling on this and i i trust me i read it like crazy yesterday because it wasn't up until like i read it, it during the morning yesterday because i had to work at night and uh when i got home from work that's when we discussed whether we were going to record last night or today so i i was prepared for the topic but so the, the reason they're voting on it is it was brought up that in the Constitution it is, does not give the federal government the right to dictate how a person lives their life. And abortion is a way to live your life. Like if you want to not have a baby and get pregnant 20 times and you just want to get rid of the kid all the time, that should be your right, not the, the government's way to impose itself. So that's how it became a thing. What started it? Uh, there's nothing that says what started it. It's just, you know, they're saying the, the federal government shouldn't be able to dictate what a person does with their life. That's, we, we call that free will. Yeah. You know, like you have free will. And uh, so that's, that's basically where it started. And that's why that draft was made because, you know, the justices said, you know, it's kind. they're kind of right. Back in the 70s was a, a completely different time in the world. Uh, so back then, the views on things were different than they are now. And probably in another 40 years, it's going to be the same damn thing. Probably. You know, there's going to be everything we're doing right now is going to be repealed and opposed and protested 40 years from now. And say, you know, back then it made sense to put that on the book. Now it doesn't. 
So that could be where it's at. I just don't know why the federal government thinks they need to have control. And more importantly, why do states need to have control over what you do with your body? Yeah, I, I mean, that's... It, 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 again, it comes back to power-hungry people, right? And in this case, more power-hungry states and even just the federal government in general, they're like anything, right? Even though specifically Supreme Court justices are supposed to be neutral and only abide by the law, there's always going to be some sort of political motivation in everything. We all know politicians are power hungry. The way it is, it's always going to be that way. It always has been, always will be. And Okay, so you, to go to go with what you're saying there, so like, you know how we, we just said a little bit ago that the president appoints somebody or nominates somebody to the Supreme Court and then they go through the whole vetting and voting and blah, 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 and there they are. Yep. So what if I'm the president of the United States? God forbid that ever would happen. Um, and you're a, a, a justice or a, a judge somewhere, and everything that I say politically, you agree with fundamentally. And then it's, uh oh, it's my turn to pick somebody for the, the bench. All right, Matt, I, I'm going to choose you to be the justice. You know damn well these justices are going in to that court trying to uphold the same principles of the president that nominated them. And everybody can see it. And, that, and that's kind of where it's a problem is because Trump did what, three? Three of the, what is there on the bench now, nine? Yeah, yeah he, did, he did three. He did Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, and Neil Gorsuch. And how many did Bush do? Two? Uh, which, well, George, uh, George W. George H.W. did Clarence Thomas, who's still on. And then George Bush did two, which is Alito and... Roberts, who's the chief justice. So that's six of the nine people on that bench that were nominated by Republican president. Correct. Yep. Um, and, and obviously there's a big difference in Trump and Bush, like even Bush and Bush. There was a big difference in their, they're both Republican, but there was a big difference in their, their governing style. Trump just completely blew the, the Republican party apart and said, y'all, everybody's crazy. So this is how I see it, and that's why we're in this new political realm where politicians don't fight for what's best for the people. They fight what's best for their party. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and again, it just goes back to power-hungry people. It'll always be that way. We all know politicians, and unfortunately, it gets literally interwoven and thrown in to everything. So... Regardless of re regardless of what happens and what we see the actual outcome of this, because again, we don't know what the actual outcome of this. We're only speculating that it's going to be at least five to four, if not honestly six to three. There's a possibility that all six of them could say, hey, no, we're, we're going with this. But regardless of what happens, we're going to see some sort of... A the Supreme Court will never be the same after this leak. I'm just going to throw that out there. It'll never be the same. There's always well, going to be... Well, how can you trust it? Exactly. Well, how can you trust it? And there's always going to be second-guessing even by the people who didn't do the leak, right? You know, when it comes out that, you know, this specific staffer, or this, this clerk, you know, was responsible for the leak, how are the other 
justices or even the justice that that person worked for are going to trust anyone with anything, right? Yeah, the, the other justices are going to be looking at the justices going, was it you? Do you do, was it somebody that worked for you that leaked it? I don't really want to give you this document until we go vote on it. Exactly, yeah. So. Which kind of brings me to a funny fact that happened to me in my life. Because, uh, you know, the whole trust thing. Um, years ago, this is probably like 10 years ago now, there was a, a she's still in there too, actually, uh, was running for state representative. Her name's Lisa or Linda Culver, I think, something like that, was running for a state representative here in Pennsylvania. And she was at this carnival, like not carnival, but like a fair, like a pretty big deal. And she had a tent set up and I walked up and she was sitting in there and, you know, they had all the paraphernalia and propaganda and everything. And she introduced herself and so did I. And, and, you know, she asked me, you know, who, who I plan on voting for. And, and in my head, I'm thinking that's none of your goddamn business. Yeah. But I asked her a simple question that she could not answer correctly or even like somewhat correctly. I said, how can I trust you? Like, what are you going to do for me? How can I trust you? And all she said is she basically regurgitated everything she says on every radio, news, TV, whatever. This is her plan once she gets in office. That didn't tell me why I should trust her. Like, you know, she could have said, I strongly believe in this. And if this gets struck down, I'm going to fight for it and fight for it and fight for it. And you can trust that I'm going to go in there and do the very best for the people here in this state. All this happened. Nope. She just gave me the cockamamie. This is my plan, and this is what I'm going to do when I get into office. They they never have backup plans or execution plans. They just have a singular plan of how they're going to supposedly do everything and just make it all right overnight. Yep, and and so needless to say, even though she was part of the, the, the party I was supposed to vote for, she did not get my finger on the, the tablet. I, At least you have tablets up there. Yeah, I wasn't going to vote for some. I can't vote for somebody. I can't put my confidence. That's why I didn't vote in this last election. Because to me, both was a bad choice, even though I voted for one the term prior. They both were not great. So I thought, all right, well, I'm just not going to go vote. If I can't feel comfortable doing it, like you, you know me, I'm, I'm a very straightforward person. If I got a problem with something or if I want to have a question... I don't beat around the bush. I come straight to it and I get it out there. It's kind of confrontational sometimes, but that's the best way to get a direct answer. And I feel like that's why this country is acting like a bunch of loon balls over this whole abortion thing is because this shit came out of nowhere, like right out of left field. Nobody's seen this coming. Now, all of a sudden, it's overnight. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about abortion. So, like, these people were just protesting something else that they didn't agree with. Now you threw something completely different at them and they're already pissed off about column A. Now they're getting column B. So I guess we got to see what happens next. And there's no winner here. There's no winner. No, not at all. And honestly, there's more losers than there are winners. Yeah. The the ones that lose the most, honestly, are the women. Correct. And I use that term loosely because I believe that that... a, a person who can get pregnant is a woman. I don't care what you identify as. If you can get pregnant, you are a woman. I, as a guy, cannot get pregnant. It is physically impossible. But the people that that are going to lose out of this are the women, you know, and, and that's that's not fair because didn't we fight for equality years ago? Uh, yeah, last time I checked, yeah, we did. 
Yeah, and, and it was ruled that a woman and a man should be treated equal. Yeah. But now it feels like that ain't going to be the case. Like, women are going to be, again, segregated to the, the state they live in and be dictated by the rule of the state they live in. Well, honestly, I mean, not to go into it because we're kind of close on time at this point. Um, but, like, if we look historically back to the slave era, right? Black African-American slaves were only considered three-fifths of a person, right? Of, of, technically, at that point, a white male. Because that's, that's the way it was. Women weren't equal to male to white males, and blacks were only three-fifths of a person to a white male. So... Historically, we got a we got an issue there with segregation, and now not to mention, you know, nine out of uh, I'll say this eight out of ten jobs, there is a difference in pay between men and women. Usually, it's like seventy cents to the dollar, so somewhere in that range. It fluctuates a little, but for every, you know, for doing the exact same job, same criteria, same place, everything. Women tend to get paid 70 cents where a man would get paid a dollar, right? There's a 30 cents difference there. So now it's like saying, you know, historically that, you know, and I, I saw this from somewhere else. It's, it's not my math. It's, it's just kind of what, you know, I've seen. But historically speaking, if we look at fractions and percentages here, White men are worth 100%. They're, they're 100% of a person. Historically speaking, African Americans, specifically males, are worth three-fifths or 60% of a white, you know, of a person. And then now we're saying, you know, with abortion and, and even pay wages and, and the difference there that now, historically speaking, women of any, you know, race or ethnicity are only worth 70% of a person. So what does that say to everything when it comes to what you said? We fought for equality, right? There was women's right movements. There was, you know, the end of slavery that was supposed to fix these issues that hasn't as of right now. So that's, that's ironic that you bring this up about the whole, like, percentages and stuff. I'm going to get to that because we only got, like, 10, 15 minutes left here. But there's a topic, you know, that the whole equality thing. And I don't know who the hell said it. And I wish I could because I would, I would give them credit for it. But it was said this about equality is, you know, if LeBron James, who plays basketball for whatever, I don't even know, Lakers now, I guess. You know, he goes on the court and he scores 40, 50 points a game. If tomorrow he decided he was a female... He would join the WNBA and score 200 points a game just because, yeah. Yeah. right? Now, this is, that's not fair and that's not equal because, you know, but if we were to treat women, as the law says, the same, then there shouldn't be an NBA. They should be able to play in the, or a WNBA, they should be able to play in the NBA because it should be skill-based. Yeah, you would I think. think Right, so I think that's the reason why, and I might be wrong, that there's a WNBA because just scientifically, men are, are like just bigger and stronger. That's kind of, unless you're a freak that goes to the gym and you look like an Amazon. And if you look like an Amazon and you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but 
you know, there's there's a reason why there is men's sports and women's sports, and that's the reason why is because if a man played a woman's sport, that person is going to dominate. If a woman yeah, it, played, it wouldn't be fair at that point. You imagine a, a running a female running back in the NFL. The first hit she takes is probably going to kill her. It's not fair. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. So that's the thing, and, and it, now to go back to the percentages, because you were talking about, you know, the difference between white and black back in the day, this is hilarious as hell that this is a thing in 2022, but do you know that they are going, they're going to vote to ban menthol cigarettes? I did not know that. Yep, they're going to ban, to, or they're going to vote to ban it because menthol cigarettes are marketed towards African American males. And according to a statistic, it's 85% of African-Americans smoke menthol cigarettes, where uh, only 30% of white people smoke menthol cigarettes. So clearly, menthol cigarettes are racist, and we're trying to kill people by giving them the same damn thing that's just given a mint flavor as opposed to something that's a full flavor. I smoke full flavor cigarettes. There's the same, and, and my wife smokes menthol cigarettes. We're both white. That cigarette she's smoking has the same nicotine, the same tar, the same chemicals in it. It's just given this minty flavor to make it smoother to smoke. Yeah. Why are we going to get rid of menthol cigarettes? What the? That doesn't make no damn sense to me. That's, what are they going to do now? Say that, you know, roads, roads are, are, uh, the roads are racist because they're black, so we have to make a gray road. All roads will be gray from now on. This country is so screwed up in how we look at things. Yeah. Like, it wasn't up until the other day I heard a, uh, a joke about uh, bowling, and it was we actually because we went bowling, and this is where the joke was told. And I never thought about it, never put two, you know, it's basically bowling is the reverse racism in a sense i guess i guess it would be racism but it's not really it'd be like reverse racism on a comedy level you have a black ball that you're throwing at a bunch of white pins with a red neck i mean yeah, yeah. i never yeah, it, 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 i never considered that yeah i never considered that like the the term redneck, where did that come from? Do you know? Because I know. I didn't believe it. I, 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 I had to research it. I actually, you know, I heard about it, but it was years ago, so I don't know the exact, you know. It was during some kind of, of some kind of war in a like I don't even know what it was about. It was a conflict, and everybody was the same color. But the reason why the term redneck was put on is because everybody that was fighting for this one cause. To avoid shooting at the other people, or to shooting at your, avoid shooting at your own people, everybody fighting for the same cause put a red bandana around their neck so they could identify each other, and that's where the term redneck came from. Hmm. Yeah, that's like just so stupid. And it kind of is, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like that's a the way this this whole thing works. I I don't know. It's it, it's a very interesting time to be alive in 2022 really is and quite frankly i mean you're like 30 years ahead of my time bill but um yeah well i mean hell i'm i'm pushing 40 years old yeah I'll be... i've seen it all i i've seen some of the stupidest and some of the funniest things that have ever happened in in just my life like watch people act a certain way 
and then a year from then, everything that they were saying was stupid, they were doing. Like, okay, to me, I didn't get the memo about the skinny jeans thing. That I, never I came across either. my desk. I didn't either, so you're, you're not alone. I have things that I like to protect and not squish and squeeze. Agreed. So when I go to the store and I see a guy walking around with jeans on that he clearly had to like struggle to get on, my brain tells my mouth to ask him if they're his sister's clothes. <laughs> because I can't see where how that is comfortable, and I don't know where the hell that came from. Like my, I grew up with rap music where they couldn't even keep their pants up with a belt. Yeah. Now, you can't even take your pants off with a pry bar. Yeah, it is so sense. confusing on what's and everybody's got fifteen different color in her hair, tattoos all over their face. I just, where, like, I missed something. I, I went to bed one day and woke up and everything changed and I didn't know nothing about it. And I just went out in the world and said, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I, I didn't get any of those memos that, you know, crossed my desk or computer. Nope. Didn't get a mail. Just blows me away. It's... But what, you, what they can do, though, if, if they want to know more about it, y'all can go to our Discord. Matt's going to put that link there. I'm going to jump on top of it before you get it, because you know it's my favorite part, and uh, I itch every episode I'll, to I'll, do it. You better watch it. I'll make you do it again at the end. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it 15 times during the episode. I don't <laughs> care. It's my favorite part, because I get to throw you out there, too, and say you're going to put the link, because I don't do the editing, because if I did, we'd be listening to this shit backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean... Listen, if science is right, I got 20 more years on this earth than you do, Bill. You know, longer, I should say. Not not more. You know, I'm not going to be 120 and you're going to die at 100. No. You know, I, I'm, lu I'm lucky to still be alive. Let's just well, face facts. That's true. But, you know, I, it, theoretically, I'm going to live 20 years past you. I can only imagine what the fuck is going to happen between yeah. now oh. and then. Yeah, that's, you know, they say that people lived longer before and now we're dying sooner. There was actually, I watched a video on it a couple days ago, and I, and I was like, the only reason I kept watching it is because I, I, I felt like there was a punchline. Like, ah, you watch this far, you're a sucker. But these were scientists explaining, like, back when Jesus was alive, the average lifespan was 30 years. Like, a person would yeah. live 30 years. Yep. And then it, the life expectancy has got longer. Since then, everybody's living longer. Then you get these oddballs, like there was a lady that lived to be like 124 or 122. Yeah, something like who that. Who is yep. still the oldest person to ever live, like on record anyhow. But, so yeah, in theory, your generation should live, you know, whatever, 10, 15 years longer than me, 20 years longer than me. If I live a full life like healthy life, which that's already out the damn window. <laughs> but yeah, if I were to, to live a full life, but then again, I know like that video also talked about that lady and she would smoke four cigarettes a day. There was no proof if she inhaled or not, but she would smoke four cigarettes a day and still live to be 122. So I don't think I, I, I could, I smoke, I drink. I could live, I could go out tomorrow and get hit by a car. Yeah. And die, you know, or somebody that is healthy and works out every day and puts nothing bad into their body could get hit by a car. 
So I just think that, you know, you're on this earth for a reason. Live it. Do it. Because yeah. tomorrow's not guaranteed. Nope. Next, next minute's not guaranteed, to be honest with you. I'll just yeah, drop that, that right now. Yeah. I'm not trying to kick the can anytime soon, but if I do, I'm kicking that sucker as far as just, I can. Just know that if on this podcast Bill drops dead, I will be forced to do the Discord read at the end. So just remember, if you're hearing me, Bill's dead. Okay? Well, that's why you better start saying a prayer for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the next, you know, they, they say history repeats itself, right? Clearly, we're repeating history with this, you know, leak that happened in this potential decision. We're clearly repeating history here and covering issues again and again and again and again and over and over and over again. So, I mean, there's some sort of potential here for whatever shit comes next. I don't know what it might be, but some sort of history is bound to repeat itself at this point. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. You never know. Anywho, Bill, you got any final thoughts on this before we uh, wrap it up for today? Or are you all set? I think we covered quite a bit of stuff there. And, yeah, I think uh, we knocked it out of the park there. We gave our little opinion. I think there is something that you want to talk about here real quick. There, I do uh, want to talk about. So before we call it a quits for this episode and for episode number six, I do want to talk about a decision that we've made um, moving forward. So beginning, realistically, it's the first week of June, but it's also the last week of May because you know, the first follows on a Wednesday, so it's halfway through the week. Regardless, beginning May 30th, we are going to be going to two episodes a week, which I, I wish I had an applause button, but that would be nice. I don't. I'll, I'll probably add it in. I don't know. It depends on how much time I have. Anyways, beginning May 30th, we're going to be going to two episodes a week, so we're going to be releasing our normal episode on Monday, like we have been. And then we're also going to be releasing an episode on Thursday, same time, same place. We're going to be releasing them at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time like we have been. Again, you're going to get the same episode on Monday. And you're also going to get an episode on Thursday. Now, because of this, they might be a little bit shorter. You know, historically speaking, we've been going. It seems to be getting, you know, the first three episodes got shorter by five minutes. And then the last three episodes got longer by five minutes. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. But... These are going to be a little bit shorter, probably an hour to an hour and 15 minute episodes because we do have some more work we got to do to, to put them on, some more editing and whatnot. So we are going to be doing two episodes, uh, Monday, Thursday, again, 7 a.m. EST, they're going to be released. Um, so stay tuned for that. I think it'll be fun. We'll be able to cover a lot more information in more real time. You know, we're recording this again on Thursday. It'll come out on Monday. So we're three, four days behind the schedule already. From when this information came out realistically a week behind the schedule of when some of this came out you know this this leak came out monday or tuesday so you know we've uh we've been historically behind so we decided we're gonna switch it up a little you'll have like uh two days in between you know historical factors that come out and we'll be able to talk about them so that will be coming again may 30th and June 2nd will be the first one, and that'll be continuing uh, from there on out. So, again, the 6th, the 9th, so on and so forth, you'll have episodes. But between now and then, you'll continue to have one episode. So this episode is out on May 9th. You'll have one on May 16th. 
We'll have one on May 23rd, and then we'll jump into two episodes a week. So you'll just get to hear more of my lovely voice and Bill's old grumpy voice, you know? That's how it goes. <laughs> exactly. With that being said, Bill, you got any final thoughts before we kick it to the end here? No, that's it. You guys that are watching it, though, I, we really do appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this. This is something that we kind of thought about doing, did, and now it's just steamrolling into what it's become. This is great. You guys keep listening. Share the link. Get the link out there to as many people as you can. Help us grow a little bit. And I guess I'm gonna, I don't want to be premature on this, Matt, so I'm going to throw it back to you so you can throw it back to me. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so... You know, like Bill said, make sure you're sharing that link. And as always, if you want to talk to us, you can email us. Uh, I'll put the email uh, on the screen as well for those in the YouTube side of things. And uh, I'll put it, I'll link it down below. But you can always email us at two dudes at gmail.com. That's the number two, T W O, dudes at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, because it's Bill's favorite part, I'm going to throw it back to him. Bill, why don't you tell them about the Discord that we have and all the fun things that happen over there? Oh boy, oh boy, my favorite part. All right, so like I say every time, I'm not good with large strings of numbers and letters, but Matt will put the link to our Discord in this description wherever you're listening to it. Jump over there. We interact with people in there from time to time. We get in there and shoot the breeze with people. It's a good spot to come in, give us your ideas and opinions on what topics we should cover. As well as if you're a business, or a, a, a streamer of any sort, or any, any kind of, you just want to get your name out there more, we have sponsor programs leading from very cheap to semi-expensive, not ridiculous, but you can join, come over there, find out what it is, if you know somebody, have them come over. We're, it's it's going to be a great little community for us to hang out, and uh, as we grow, things in there will get better and better, and there'll be more things to do, and... You never know, we might randomly pick somebody just off the, the top of the show to come on and and be a guest or at least give their view on something. You might be the third dude with a view. Who knows? I mean, we're not changing it, but you might have a view at some point. Yeah, and I just want to mention as well, you know, this these episodes go out on numerous different you know platforms. I think there's uh, nine of them total. So... Obviously, you can listen to it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Reason Podcasts, Radio Publix, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and then beginning here in a few weeks, probably uh, two weeks, they're going to start coming out on uh, YouTube uh, so that uh, the YouTube episodes can be out. So we, we decided to hold off on the YouTube a little. That way it gave us a little bit more time. And we could build kind of the audio side of things first, but stay tuned. Those will be coming out, and they uh, they're a little bit different from you know the uh, the audio side of things because it's got some little added bonuses and pictures and you know, information and whatnot in there. So make sure to check that out anywhere you listen. Well, with that being said, thank you all for tuning in to episode number six. We will catch you next week for episode number seven which I can already tell you has some uh, some good content coming your way, some good, uh, good things. So that being said, we'll talk at you next week, and we hope you guys enjoy. Have a good one. Later.